Well, I'm ready. I'm ready to record because as soon as we get off here, I've been at work at my side. I am a teacher, but I have a side retail job. I've been working at today and I cannot wait to go soak in the tub after this. And I'm reading a Jane Austen book for the first time, Persuasion. For whatever, yeah, for whatever reason, that's like the one Jane Austen book I've never read. And I've never watched any movie or series or anything. So I still have managed, like, no spoilers. I have no idea how this book is going to turn out. And, and I feel like a Jane Austen book, you have to read it in the tub, right? Oh, yes. I do all my best reading in the tub. <laughs> For a Jane Austen novel, you must be in the tub. There must be a, at least one candle lit and optional Ooh, good glass idea. of wine. Good idea. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends argue over pop music. At the end of each episode, one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both go off and make our own list for that theme. Then we come together to fight it out to pick the top five best songs. And I chose the topic this week. I It's been a while since we've done a year. In fact, the only other time that we've done songs from a specific year was when we did a special with Matt from Pick a Disc Podcast. And... He chose 1995. Great year for music. Great like, year. <laughs> really memorable year in music for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> 2006, I decided to choose this year because this is the year that we graduated from high school. So it's a real coming of age year for us. And <laughs> one, thing I, <laughs> one thing I noticed when I was choosing songs is that it was a real turning point in music too, wasn't it? Everything was becoming yes. a little more, at the time we would have called it more urban. I don't know if that still stands today, but it's like pop and everyone was going more R&B. And Everything more, was quote, fusing. Quote, Everything was kind of fusing together around this time. It was harder to draw lines between genres around this time, for sure. I agree. But what a year. What a year. Are you ready? Am I ready? I mean, yes and no. I <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm ready in the sense well, that I have my songs picked out and they're here. But am I ready to say goodbye to these songs I didn't put on this list? I don't know. There, it, this, this was so hard, Erin. This was so hard. Right. I forgot to ask you, how was... How did choosing the songs go for you? I mean, it's always hard when we pick a topic that a bunch of hits came out and, you know, we got to choose which ones we want to talk about. But this one was especially hard for me because this was like a turning point in my music taste a little bit. Mm, there were a right. lot of songs and artists that came out with some major albums in 2006 that maybe doesn't fit the pop focus of this podcast. I was very much into my alt and indie rock era around this time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think I've got a little bit of that flavor in my picks without going too far, but it was really tempting to just make you angry and bring a bunch of stuff <sighs> that you wouldn't like. <laughs> I encountered the same issue. I had just a plethora of UK pop songs that I knew you wouldn't be as familiar with. So I put them aside tonight. As mm -hmm. far as the four songs that I brought, they were super commercial. And I know that you liked them at one point. So maybe we won't butt heads tonight. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, we'll just have to 
dive in and see. Okay, well, I'm happy to kick off. I am happy. And of course, I had to do it, Jacob. Uh-oh. Had to do it. My first song of the night is our namesake. Oh, okay. Hips Don't Lie by Shakira. I avoided this one just because I feel like we have talked about this song so much. (laughs) But it has to be said. Great song. And what a classic, too. I went ahead and put it first because I thought, why not? This is our namesake. It came out in 2006. You actually came up with the name for the podcast, Hits Don't Lie. And I do like this song. It's definitely not like one of my top Shakira songs, but we're both huge Shakira fans. And it was a big big song that year it's still a big song today so yeah it deserves a spot on here i think it deserves the spot for sure i mean it's probably one of our most iconic hits at least in the english speaking countries you know i think so too uh well i don't know what to say about it that we haven't said in however many past episodes we've talked about assume what if this is somebody's first time listening to us oh my god what's their name you just never know Jessica, hi. Jessica and Daniel, thank you for listening for the first time today. We love Shakira and we love Hips Don't Lie so much. Uh, (laughs) I also think the Wyclef part of this song is iconic. We weren't able to talk about it in our rap features because, you know, we kind of both said that the Wyclef part wasn't truly a rap, kind of. It's a lot of singing, some rap. It is a lot of singing, one line that I do love in the Wyclef part is, why the CIA want to watch us? Colombians oh and God. Haitians. <laughs> it's a musical I was going to say the same line. We lead a whole club busy. Why the CIA want to watch us? Colombians and Haitians. I ain't guilty. It's a musical transaction. No more do we snatch rope. Refugees run the were. I think we were obsessed with that line. <laughs> Maybe. I just like it because Shakira comes in at the same time and she's like, why the CIA want to watch us? And she sounds so cool. (laughs) So there you go. We had to do it. We had to do it for the first time. Welcome. I would love it if that were true. Thank you. Welcome. So I'm anxious and eager to hear what you have brought. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to take things a different route. When I think of 2006, we were getting some nice dance hits at the time yes it was a little more techno electronic a little bit and i want to talk about paul oakenfold's faster kill pussycat featuring britney murphy britney murphy yes Okay. 
wasn't expecting this one. I had to bring it. It is a classic song. It, to me, just drips 2006 with the whole sound, the techno dancey electro beats of it all. It is just classic 2006 in my mind. And what a moment to have Brittany Murphy on your track. I know, and we miss her. We miss she her. was iconic. She was, an she icon was such for an sure. icon. And I don't remember her actually doing a lot of singing. So this was such a surprise cameo feature for her on this track. Yeah, I don't know if she had, like, I genuinely haven't looked up if she did any more. This was just the iconic moment. If you ask, you know, does Brittany Murphy sing? People are going to say Faster Girl Pussycat, you know? Gosh, what else to say? Wasn't this also 2006? That was around the era of the movie Sin City, which she was in and she was amazing in. And it wasn't exactly in 2006. Yeah, she was the one that leans out the window and she's like, no, you fool. He's a cop. I completely forgot. And so we were already obsessed with her because we loved the movie Sin City. I feel like we went to see it twice. We did do. Yes, we did. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I thought. Uh, A little fact I found, this music video for this song was, (laughs) it came preloaded on Microsoft Zunes. On Microsoft what? Zunes? Do you remember Microsoft Zunes? No, I don't. It was their iPod. It was the Microsoft iPod. (laughs) (laughs) And this was preloaded. That's amazing. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Zunes. Pour one out for all the people who had Zunes. Great pick. This was not even on my radar, much less on my list. I'm so glad. I didn't even think about this one. Okay, it's my turn. So I'm already suspicious that you didn't pick the next song that I'm about to pick because it's such a classic that you were just going to let me use it as one of my four. Mm -hmm. That's what I suspect. So you and I, in our 30 plus year friendship, between the two of us, we have just a few, just a handful of songs that just really are just in our mind. They were just songs that together we were obsessed with and mm-hmm. we could never move on from and we would constantly text each other lines from. And right. one of those songs, Jacob, happened to come out in 2006. And I almost brought it up in best rap features, but I realized the feature is not actually a rap. So it's time, Jacob, the time has finally come for us to talk about the song Icebox by Omarion. You ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. This was 2006? This was 2006? Where were you? Oh, my God. Did you even research the year 2006, Jacob? (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely did not know this. Like, in my mind, 
Jacob, this did you not even research this episode? <laughs> How could you miss this? This is like the song of our lives. What a song. What a song. Okay, where to even begin, Jacob? I can't believe I'm <laughs> blowing your mind. Do we begin with Shay? No, no, no. Shay, hold on. Slow down. <laughs> don't get too excited. So, Omarion, for those who don't know, he was a member of the four-piece R&B boy band called B2K, mm-hmm. who were huge in the early 2000s. Massive. They really made a name for themselves as a boy band. They weren't doing the NSYNC and Backstreet Boys pop. They were doing their own sound over in the R&B world, and they were huge. And mm-hmm. Omarion was one of those four singers. He went solo and he just blew the entire universe away, or at least in the minds of me and Jacob, when he (laughs) released his first single called Icebox. So cold, so cold. Our old pal Timbaland, who we're also enormous fans of, Mm -hmm. he produced this song. So it has his signature sound in it. Funny enough, for those of you out there who are like me and Jacob and you love music, you're also a gamer nerd. This song samples a theme from the game Chrono Trigger. Have you ever played that game? Oh, I know of it. I've never played it personally. I played it. And that's just one more little fun fact. But <laughs> the song is about a woman who is just not the same anymore. Um, She's giving him the cold shoulder, quote unquote. You'll notice the theme of being cold repeats throughout the entire song. Because again, it's an icebox, right? And an icebox is what in the older days like my parents days they might have called a refrigerator (laughs) my grandparents days so where his heart used to be it's just an icebox and as you will hear Timbaland repeat he's so called so called so called so called Timbaland his feature on here he's just adding a little flair in between he's not a huge feature on this but the filter that they have or he has put on his own voice is like it's like he's Mr. Freeze from the Batman series it's and so it good. sounds so, so good clever. he sounds so frozen and so cold uh, okay so your turn clever. your turn <laughs> your turn okay well <laughs> you said all of that but the main character of the song is Shay Shay <laughs> <laughs> And the one thing that we obsessed about in this song, well, one of the many things in this song (laughs) is a line when Omarion is singing in verse two, I got memories. This is crazy. She ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. She, but it's supposed to be she. She ain't. She ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. But if you listen to the song, he says, (laughs) she ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. Why can't I get it right? Just can't let it go. Up, she let me down. I won't feel that no more. I got memories. This is crazy. Shay nothing like the girl like used to know. So in our minds, this whole time we have been, <laughs> we have turned it into this character of Shay. No, it's canon. It's lore. <laughs> it's canon. This yeah, song right. is about Shay. <laughs> Shay ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. What happened to Shay? What what happened to her? And we'll never know. We just know that she turned cold. And yeah. it's so cold and so cold and so cold. <laughs> wow. This song, it doesn't age for me. It's just still so No, classic. I agree. I agree. I don't 
think it's aged at all either. I would love it. I would love to play it for the first time for like a teenager and ask oh, them what year yes. they thought that it came out. Yes. Well, I'm so glad you brought that. I'm a little bit disappointed. You, I just wonder how you did your research. <laughs> for this I was laser focused. I look at, I'm telling you, this era was wild for me musically. So I was really focused on specific things. That's okay. all I'll say for now. All right. Well, it's a good thing I brought the hits as usual. We're all <laughs> relying usual, on me to bring the commercial usual. hits. <laughs> yes. You know that typically that role falls on me and I haven't disappointed tonight. So. Well, okay. We're going to lie you. to Jessica and Daniel, our first time listeners about that. Anybody okay. that listens know that I'm the one that supplies the hits. Well, uh, I have a hit for my second song. Okay. And it also has Timbaland. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I bet I can guess. <laughs> it is Nelly Furtado's Say It Right. Yes. Okay, I will hold my comments. I love this song. I love this song. I love this album. I love this era of Nelly Furtado. The work that her and Timbaland were doing together, beautiful. This song and everything just reminds me of us hanging out before we went off to college. 2006 wasn't just the year that we graduated high school. We also had the summer in between, and then we all went off to college later in 2006. So that's why there's so much in my mind of like different eras musically for me. You're so right because this album, Loose, came out June 2006. Beginning right, of so summer. We were on it during our the summer. Final summer together before we all parted ways mm-hmm. for college. And the lead single from this album was Maneater, which I loved, but then it would go on to sort of be eclipsed by the singles that came after it. And this was one of them. And I love Say It Right. I'm so glad you picked that. And it does feature our favorite. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned before, Tim Boleyn collaborated with Nelly on this whole album. And it was a total change in direction for her. I think a great change, though. Like, it's a totally different side of her. And it fits. Everything just fits so well. It's an amazing album, and what's crazy is it's not even my favorite Nelly Furtado album. It's like my third favorite, even though <laughs> I'm telling you it's amazing, and it's still not even my top one. Well, one thing I wanted to point out, do you know what this song is about? No, go ahead and tell me. Well, I can't tell you because not even Nelly Furtado knows what it's about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she says... she. <laughs> She said in an interview before that um, she doesn't really know what Say It Right is about, but it captures the feeling that she had when she wrote it and it taps into another sphere. <laughs> so it's just a vibe, I guess. This song. I have another weird thing about this song. The opening lines of this song say, in the day, in the night, say it right, say it all. But in later live performances, she sort of fixed those lines where it, the rhyme fits. So... 
I've seen her perform it live where she said, in the day, in the night, say it all, say it right. Which is like the tiniest fact about this song, but I think it's so funny because that that's so funny. I wonder if that bugged her or something. It bugged me every time I ever <laughs> heard the song. And I'm like, oh my God, she fixed it. She fixed the rhyme. I kind of like that it doesn't rhyme. It kind of sets you up for the song. Like, it, this isn't going to be a rhymey, rhymey song. It's just a feeling, isn't it? It's just a feeling. The whole song is a feeling. Yep. All right. Well, Nelly Furtado, another Timbaland. Oh, we already have two Timbaland tracks here. <laughs> there may still be more to come. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But my next song, I'm curious if you remember this song because I took an honest, genuine look at my 20 song long list and I spent some time writing the better songs up and the songs that were more personal to me down because I was going Mm -hmm. for more hits. I genuinely want to know if you remember and like this song because it made it to my top four, but it's a little random. Okay. Do you remember uh, Get Up by Sierra? Maybe if I heard it, you know, I'm not good with names. Let's listen. this are you kidding she burned it down with this song oh my god one thing that i love about this song that i've also seen as a criticism of this song is that it sounds just like one two step sure but i offer the counterpoint that get up is one two step 2.0 yes it's like we took one two step which was her debut single and we just kicked it up a notch Upgraded it. It is so, yes, it is so high energy. This was everywhere, I feel. Like the beat, that little, the little uh, notes at the beginning of this song. Oh my God. And this style, the the verses that are really low and monotone, it's the same sound she was doing in one, two step. It works really well for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it became her signature around this time. I think it's smart. The song is just, first of all, if it's going to sound a lot like her first single, it has to be way better, which this mm-hmm. song does. Success. And it's also, yep. yes, it helps with artist recognition because you're Absolutely. like, hang on, this sounds like One Two Step by Sierra, but it's not. I'm so glad you brought this song. I needed this <laughs> song today. I'm glad that you're glad because I genuinely... It's one of the more random ones on my own list. I had, like I said, I was debating on a lot of UK pop, but when I think about 2006 and I look at what songs were popular in the US that year, this one was so big. And I I actually (laughs) did love this song. It reminds me of my first semester going to college. That's around the time that it was really blowing up. So yeah. Perfect. Pick. What about you? Okay. Well, my third one, um, we're going to bring the mood down a little bit. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> this one, the album was released in 2006. It came out as a single for the album in 2007, but because it was out, out in 2006, I think it counts. It counts. It is Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. My arms are stained. 
my gosh, I never would have thought of this, Jacob. Holy cow. Yeah, Amy Winehouse had this Back to Black album come out in 2006. It was late 2006, and Rehab basically carried her all the way to 2007. So that's why she didn't put out any more singles in 2006, because she didn't need to. They just held all of them for 2007. I was obsessed with this whole sound coming out, mostly of the UK at the time. There was just this thing going on in the UK where so many of these artists were doing these kind of soulful, almost retro sounding songs. I mean, you had Amy Winehouse, Adele kind of doing it, Duffy doing it. So right, I loved that sound. Amy Winehouse was the queen of it, though. Miss her so much, but she left us some amazing songs. I forgot how much I used to like this song. There's just so much like pain and grit in her voice. It's so unique. The music video is a little eerie, but (laughs) it also suits the song. It suits the song. It's kind of about her on again, off again, boyfriend and later husband, I believe, leaving her and going back to his ex-girlfriend. Right. Uh, So, you know, it has a little bit of tragedy in there. She you know, maybe didn't have the best relationship with this person. Maybe it wasn't the best person to have in her life. But if you have seen or read anything about Amy Winehouse's life, you know that a lot of people around her weren't the best people for her. So she was definitely Mm -hmm. making amazing art out of tragedy around this time. Right. Good pick. Yeah, this is one that is it poppy for our podcast. I don't know. It was it was in the zeitgeist. It was everywhere. You could not avoid Amy Winehouse around this time, though. So hey, pop music it. can be a sound or it can be popular. And this definitely counts as absolutely super popular. <laughs> okay, well, it's time for me to get to my last song. Bring it home. I'm going to bring it home, but it's also a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> oh, no! Because... <laughs> Jacob, I also chose a single from Nelly Furtado's Loose album, but no. I chose Promiscuous. <laughs> no. Let's talk about Promiscuous featuring Timbaland. Am I throwing you off? No. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, another great song off that album. We're going to have to discuss which one was better because as much as we love Nelly, I don't think we need to put her on the list twice of the top five. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still have a whole other section to do that on. Well, we'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in it for now. Funny enough, I was actually leaning more towards Man Eater, which is my personal favorite, but it didn't really make any waves on the radio or on the charts. Yeah, I I remember Maneater being more of a grower, so I, I can see why it wouldn't work on the charts so well. I didn't like it the first time I heard it, but then I think you just kept oh, putting I it on CDs. It. And yes, so I eventually fell in love. grew into it. 
Yes, I still love that song to this day, but I didn't choose that one. I knew I should choose a popular one. So we have two songs now that are Nelly Furtado featuring Timbaland. This one was a I huge mean, hit. Say It Right a was a hit. big hit. I think this was kind of like the standout single from the album. I still hear this on the radio to the day. I just love the back and forth between her and Timbaland in this song. It's so cool. It's really flirty and fun, and I love it. Mm-hmm. What kind of girl do you take me for? <laughs> Promiscuous girl. And by the way, in the music video, they're singing to each other through their flip phones, which I love. Yes. <laughs> High tech. So I'm a little disappointed that we both brought Nelly featuring Timbaland songs. <laughs> but thankfully, we do have a section of our podcast that is dedicated to honorable mentions that didn't make it sure. to the list. So sure. I'll get to the others. I will get to the others. Oh, you just I'm, brought more from this album? You just brought more songs I, from this album? <laughs> no, but I'm so disappointed because I knew you would bring Icebox by Omarion, which wasn't even on your radar. <laughs> I'm so mad at you about that. Well, listen, if you'll let me if you'll let me do my last song, you will understand why it wasn't on my radar. I guess. Okay, hit me with it. Let's go ahead <laughs> to your last song before we get to the debate. I don't know if you know this last song. I don't know if you know this band, but like I said, 2006 was a time for me where I was listening to a lot of different things. When I went to college, I was getting into more of an alt phase and I was trying to find a lot of new music because that was like the way that I was getting into friend groups was being the music person a little bit Mm -hmm. so one of the groups that I found and one of the albums that I fell in love with around this time it's called shiny toy guns oh my god stop stop you're you're saying in front of everyone that you don't know if I know about Shiny Toy Guns. I don't know. We've never talked about Uh, it together. Jacob, I was obsessed with this album. Okay, great. I love to hear that. Let's listen to La Disco by Shiny Toy Guns. Hit it. I almost forgot about shiny toy guns. This was one when I realized it was 2006. It was like, okay, I've, I have to find a way to bring this. I want this song. This album, I don't know how much I played it during that time because I was just in love with this whole kind of electro rock, dance punk, whatever you want to call it, sound that they were doing with these overblown vocals and... I don't know. It's just so good. This is an amazing single, by the way. It Amazing so, single. It's actually not my favorite song from this album, but as far as singles and just putting a big personality song and hit out there, this is a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was hard to pick one from this album. I thought this was more aligned with that danciness that was happening around the time. So a good, a good fit for our list. It's sort of like, hello world, here we are. This is Shiny Toy Guns. I don't have anything else. 
<sighs> but it's it's very much announcing our present song. Yeah. Well, that's it. That that was me in 2006. That was you in 2006. Now we have to figure out who was better in 2006, me or you. <laughs> I'm so surprised by a couple of things, but I won't talk about it until honorable mentions. All right. I've definitely got some honorable mentions, but we got to do the hard work first. Okay, well, we have some big decisions to make here. Not only is it the Nelly Furtado versus Nelly Furtado, but I mean, we have our namesake on this list. We have Brittany Murphy on this list. How are we going to do this? I, so as far as your picks, I could almost go for Say It Right over Promiscuous if we were just mm-hmm. picking one Nelly song. What do you think? I, I agree. That's a personal favorite of mine. Promiscuous was a way bigger hit, but Say It Right to me. Say is It like, Right's a personal thing. I right, think it's just I like a it better more. Nelly Furtado song to me. I I mean, Icebox, Amarion's Icebox has to be here. And it has I to mean, be high. Of course. In my, in my heart uh, on yeah. this list, it is is a top billing. One of the one or two, one, two, three, somewhere around there. Definitely. If we already have the Nelly Furtado song picked out, I would like to campaign for Faster Kill Pussycat. I think that dance moment was so 2006 and it deserves to be on this list. I don't really believe in my heart that it belongs in the five best songs of 2006, but just based on the eight that we brought. Okay, how about this? We could put Faster it, Girl Pussycat it versus La Disco. Which one would you do? Oof. Oh, that's too hard, Jacob. That's too hard. Well, there are dancey we... songs that are on here. They're the techno-y <laughs> songs that are on here. I figure... I, they're both my songs, but we might as well just put them head to head. I mean, are we going to put Hips Don't Lie on this list? I think we have to legally, right? Can we just go ahead and throw it right there in number three after Say It Right? <laughs> we can place it there and, temporarily and see what happens. Okay, right. Temporarily. But before we start debating over Brittany Murphy and Shiny Toy Guns, is there any chance of Get Up by Sierra making it on this list? Oof. I would almost, like, head-to-head, I would almost do Hips Don't Lie versus Get Up. In that situation, to me, love Hips Don't Lie, but Get Up is going to win that for me, if reversing those two. I can go along with that. I can agree with that. Okay. We've shown our love. Um, Listen, we've shown our love to Hips Don't Lie and Shakira so many times. God, we we talk about Shakira almost every episode on this podcast. So let's let Sierra win this one. Okay, let's let Sierra have this one. It's her time to shine. It is. Um, The way that you presented to me, Brittany Murphy or Shiny Toy Guns, I'm just so stuck on this. I cannot get my head around it. It sounds like you want, like, you've got three options left. You've got Faster Kill Pussycat, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse, and Shiny Toy Guns. I almost would say like back to black would be above either of those oh i agree i agree with that okay let's do that okay then we have our last spot here Uh, do you are you leaning more in one direction than the other if so please tell me because Because i was so obsessed with the whole album i would lean towards shiny toy guns okay yeah i can go with that okay so did we even did we accidentally put everything in order as well we We've got the order down too. We did it. We did it. I think this is good. Yes, we have missed out on some songs. I have so many other honorable mentions that could have easily been on this list. But you know what? 
these are some amazing songs. Jacob, actually, can I ask you this like on the fly? Can we have a separate honorable mentions discussion right after this and just throw it on the Patreon because I have an entire, an entirely separate list just for UK pop. And I would okay. love to I would love to take like sure. 30 minutes with you. Okay, so we're going to throw up like an on the fly Patreon episode after this. It's <laughs> the rest of our honorable mentions. There's still one or two that I'm going to mention just like the we UK always pop do. addendum to this episode. And hopefully you have some too. I assume that you do have some more personal ones you wanted to talk about. I do. But for now, these are our top 5 songs that came out in 2006. Number five, La Disco by Shiny Toy Guns. Number four, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Number three, Get Up by Sierra featuring Chameleon Air. Number two, Say It Right by Nelly Furtado featuring Timbaland. And number one, Icebox by Omarion featuring Timbaland. And Shay Woo! featuring Shay. Woo! I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. <laughs> Won't Shay do it? And by the way, one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't care if I you agree. disagree. <laughs> that wasn't at you. That was at everyone listening. Every single person listening. <laughs> greatest songs of all time and finally we got a chance to talk about it on here (sighs) well okay let's get to our honorable mentions that we want to mention right now what do you have for us Erin Jacob neither of us brought Rihanna I know (laughs) can we talk about SOS because I kind of think that was her best single that came out in 2006 I really, it was so close to bringing, it was so close to bringing it. Rihanna ruled 2006. This. She did. Well, she began to rule starting that's from true. here. That's true. That's true. SOS was really, if you have been a true Rihanna follower like Jacob and I have, SOS <laughs> was sort of a preview of the dance queen that she would become. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. a real departure from her other sound, from the sound of her other songs that she had been making. Yeah, I feel like I this is it. when she really cemented herself in the space. Because, you know, she was there for Ponder Replay. But some people can flitter out, you know? But not Rihanna. Not Rihanna. I struggled with bringing some Rihanna I try. I decided to go with my uh, weird phase, kind of track that down this episode, but love this song. And I was just, like I said, struggling personally that this single didn't make our top five. We had, we accidentally had two Nelly Furtado songs, which I almost <laughs> picked Say It Right, but it's okay. Don't want to dwell on it. And my second song. So from our podcast, we have so, a lot of like Kylie Minogue and Danny Minogue connections. Thanks to the this is disco podcast with Adam and Eliza and mm-hmm. 
Danny Minogue released a single in 2006, which is like one of my favorite songs by her. It's called So Under Pressure. Unfortunately, it's not available on streaming, so I did not include it in our list today, which is really a shame because I love this song so much. Like I said, it's one of my favorite songs by her. dance song it's just a nice kind little of got, dance bop well it has some throwback vibes in it too there's a little bit of an 80s vibe to it oh i hear that definitely would have loved to have featured this on my list if not for the fact that it's not on streaming and we hate that hate that what's wrong with the world today well i'm a newer convert to denny minogue and I love finding these little gems like this. I'm enjoying this song. Well, this was during her era where she was doing pure dance from here and kind of from here on out for the remainder of her albums and singles. She was just pure dance. And it was so fun. It was just big dance after big dance hit. A Minogue giving us it. fun pop. I can't imagine. I know. And it was like, I almost <laughs> feel like I could be wrong here. I almost feel like. Because Kylie was doing like pop, pop, dance pop, all kinds of pop. But Danny wanted to like carve out her real dance niche. Mm -hmm. And this was one. But I, I agree. This one sounds very poppy. But there we go. Uh, we're actually going to continue the honorable mentions discussion after the show on our Patreon. Hits don't lie pod. So because um, I have some things to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, can I sneak one in here and then I'll save some more for the Patreon? Oh, sneak one right in. Go ahead. Well, there is one big gap that we missed. And it is the fact that Beyonce's B-Day uh -oh. album came out in 2006. Oh, that's right. And Sorry, Beyonce. I almost brought this song because this song might be the moment that I truly, truly, truly fell in love with Beyonce as a solo artist, and it is Ring the Alarm. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we missed this. I mean... Like I said, I was going on my own little journey for my top four. Do I regret it? Maybe when I wake up tomorrow. I don't today. But this song, so aggressive, so powerful, it really, in my mind, just made Beyonce the true star. Like, I agree. So good. So good. And this is one of the, one of the first times where we saw Beyonce is... A really bad chick. Yes, yes, you know? yes. She wasn't the nice girl in this. She's not, you know, just, I, I don't know. She has so much energy and she's ready to fight. And I love it. She slaps the camera at one point. Like, I oh, man. love this. Excellent choice. You, okay. Now, you know, you should have brought that good and well, you know. <laughs> I had other things to say, Erin. I get it. 
Listen, our listeners are going to have some comments for us after this. Oh, but we're getting some. Go ahead and tell us. One. Listen, we <laughs> do what we want. We <laughs> pick the songs that had the biggest impact on us. And that's why we mm-hmm. love hearing back from you guys because it mm-hmm. will inevitably, when people send us comments, it will be the most like random song that we would have never thought of. But same topic. It was impactful to that person. So, yeah, that's the idea of the pod. Yep. We love it. Oh, do you hear that? Mm. Ah, the angelic tones. Soft chimes of our mailbag. This week, I have collected all of the recent comments from my dear friend Meredith, who longtime listeners will know I once (laughs) sorely neglected her. She's like my best friend, and she had been commenting on so many episodes, and then I never checked the comments, even though she's my friend. So I am doing my due diligence, and she brought us some great comments this time. First of all, on Best Rap Feature, which was our previous episode, she said, We missed an opportunity to include Crimea River Remix by Justin Timberlake featuring 50 Cent. Now, I listened to this remix, Jacob, And Mm -hmm. this is one of those occasions where we sorely disagree with the word remix. It's not actually a (laughs) remix, but this isn't just a like a back in the day thing. Still to this day, artists are still releasing tracks with just just calling it a remix for no reason. They call it a remix, even though it's just an added feature. So this isn't a new thing. So this is titled a remix. It's still the same song, "Cry Me a River." It just features 50 Cent doing an intro and an outro. And no, I didn't think of that. I actually didn't know about it. So thank you, I didn't know about it. We both have strong opinions on JT and Crimea River that I feel like we have talked about before. Not a great moment in uh, music history in my mind. Well, Daniel and Jessica are listening for the first time. In case Mm -hmm. you didn't know, we hate Justin Timberlake on this podcast. Okay. (laughs) We hate him as a person. <laughs> we appreciate some of his songs that deserve the appreciation. Sure. sure. And we're not, we're actually not anti 50 Cent. Somehow he's escaped my radar. He stayed out of the radar. He's got some hits. I have a, per- I have a perfectly neutral opinion about him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Meredith, we'll allow it. We'll, we'll allow, allow it, this Meredith. contribution. <laughs> <laughs> She also let us know that the song Americano by Lady Gaga would have been a great pick for same gender love songs, which we did in, I believe, June or July. We had our Pride Month. Mm, you're right. I met a girl in East LA in floral shorts, I as sweet as May. She sang in eights and two body chords. We fell in love, but not in court. This song is 
from her point of view, singing to a woman. But there are actually two issues that she discusses in this song. One of them is the fact that at the time that this song came out, Proposition A in California was still a big issue. I'll let you Google it because it's too big of an issue to just kind of get into right now at the tail end of our podcast. Mm -hmm. But that was, it was sort of about that as well as rights for illegal immigrants. And it's a combination of several issues. And I agree that this, okay, somehow I haven't really listened to this song very much, but it's a great song. And it's so thank song. you for including that. It's like Alejandro 2.0. <laughs> we love a good 2.0 song. Love it. And then finally, so Meredith and I were friends. We're teacher friends. I'm a Spanish teacher. She's a French teacher. And she always has a great French song suggestion. And her cover for best cover songs choice was a singer named Sarah on YouTube who does French versions of popular songs. And one of the suggestions she gave us was her French version of Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. One thing I love about listening to this artist is just thinking of Meredith in her classroom, like sometimes just playing <laughs> these songs for her French student. And I think this artist will be such an awesome resource for students or people learning French. So yes, yes, we love Meredith. Yeah. She's she's Thank been you, sorely Meredith. neglected. These are all so good. I'm sorry, <laughs> really Aaron good. Keeps you. <laughs> We text about like normal life things, but when it comes to the podcast, it's like I live in a different world. So <laughs> we didn't do her wrong this time. Thank you so much. And if we got any other comments, we'll get to them next time or maybe on a future mailbag episode. So please mm -hmm. keep commenting, keep emailing. And I guess that leads us to the end. It does. Uh, I have something important to do here at the end. I need to pick the next topic. It's your turn now. And I want to do something that might be a little difficult for us to do our normal thing, but we'll give it a try, okay? For uh -oh. my next topic, I want to do best live performances of songs. Oh, my God. Now, sometimes the best live performances aren't on a streaming service. So for this one, we will most likely be creating a YouTube playlist so feel free to go and get, you can either choose a live performance that is on streaming or you can go and grab a video of a live performance that you really love and we will discuss it from there. Oh my God. We both already know the number one song. <laughs> <laughs> but I love live music. I've actually been missing it so much lately. and. Sometimes an artist just really feels themselves when they're on stage and giving it their all for a song. And that's what I want to celebrate next episode. Great topic. I, my brain is going in all different directions just thinking <laughs> about my favorite performances. 
But um, oh, I've already got like a, a big soapbox cooked up for live performances, but I'm not going to not going to do it tonight. I'm going to save it for the next episode. And yeah, thank you guys for making it this far. Hey, if you want to comment on anything you've heard tonight, you can get us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Hits Don't Lie Pod. You can also email us with comments, Hits Don't Lie Pod at gmail.com. And we now have a Patreon just a little Patreon mm-hmm. with at least one special episode a month plus one extended episode per month. This is a past episode. You could call it the director's cut where we left all the silly stuff, the extra <laughs> just talking <laughs> about other information and getting sidetracked. We left that all in and we call it the extended cut. And the current episode that I just dropped on Patreon was... On Valentine's Day, we did best breakup songs. <laughs> it was like anti-love, remember? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's the most recent extended version that I have put on the Patreon. And then coming up next, we are going to do a complete special about the Dolly Parton and James Patterson book feature called Run, Rose, Run. And we're even going to... Do a little bit of dialogue, a little bit of dramatic reading from the book itself. So <laughs> so excited for this. I know. We haven't we actually haven't recorded it yet, but I've already assigned parts to each person in our life. Whether they're willing or not, they're <laughs> gonna be reading <laughs> for specific characters in the book. And we're gonna talk about the synopsis of the book. And either on the same episode or a separate one, we might talk about the album as well. We'll just see. There's a lot of things to do with that, but Gosh, Jacob, did I leave anything out? I feel like I did well, a good I job. Well, I don't think you gave them the link for the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash hitsdontliepod. And it sounds like right after this, we're going to have a whole rant about honorable mentions also up on the Patreon. No. So we need to, you guys need to do check some it out. apologizing over on the Patreon over all the stuff <laughs> we didn't mention. And if you liked this episode and you want to help us out, you can also rate us five stars either on Apple Podcasts, the Good Pods, or wherever you listen. If you don't know what to type, you can just yell at us about your favorite songs from 2006 that we missed because we know we missed them, okay? So tell us. And that's all, Erin. Is there anything else? No, I'm... Guys, I know that there were a lot of good songs that we left out. So like you said, <laughs> let us know. Leave us a comment. Even if you have just a future topic idea, let us know. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.